This is episode number 264 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Hello and welcome. Sal DiVincenzo here in the studio with my fabulous colleagues, Sarah Fade. Hey. Katie Carmody. Hello. How's everyone doing this week? Good. Uh, before we jump in with our segments, just a quick reminder of a program coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, if you want to celebrate St. Patty's Day that weekend, uh, St. Patty's Day weekend, so this is March 19th, in our Selden building, is live at MCPL Bowie 34. They are a uh, folk Irish Irish folk band. Oh, that's fun. Yes, fun. exactly. You know there's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so celebrate St. Patrick's Day with the acoustic folk rock and Irish music of Bowie 34. So uh, you can register for that online on our website. And again, it's Sunday, March 19th from 2 to 3.30 in our Selden building. Those shows are always a lot of fun. So definitely check that out if you are around. So with that out of the way, uh, Sarah, mm. why don't you go first this week? What are you going to talk about? Okay. So, uh, you know, I talked about video games to movies last time. Yes. Yes. Because of The Last of Us. I yes. love Pedro uh. Pascal. So um, I'm taking it one step further. Do you guys, have you seen the show? No. Not yet. No, oh, I'm, not a, I'm not into <laughs> uh, zombies or what you're about to talk about. People okay. turning into certain things. Okay, so it's not really like a zombie thing, but so the premise is that um, there is a disease that's taking over and it's caused by a fungus, mushrooms. Okay. And I happen to love mushrooms, to eat them. So I thought, <laughs> oh, let's do a little dive into mushrooms, right? So, because they're kind of interesting. So there, there are a lot of um, mushroom fans um, out there, and this is from the mushroomcouncil.org. There's a council for mushrooms, Sarah. Oh, yeah, sure, there is. <laughs> so, five fun mushroom facts. Ready? The life cycle of a mushroom is very unique, you know. So, they're fungi, and they grow differently than fruits and veggies, of course. So, do you know how they begin their life, these little mushrooms? No. Do you know how? Uh, they go to mushroom kindergarten. <laughs> well, if you saw the, the show, you'd realize that they're spores. Oh, yeah. it's the spores. Spores. So when they germinate, they grow into a lacy filament-like root network called mycelium. Wow. That sounds yeah. very scary. It is. And have you ever seen a mushroom grow in the wild? Yes. Well, I think we've right? all seen mushrooms. Well, that's yeah. just the, the tip of the iceberg, so to speak. So what you cannot see is the underground network of mycelium that scavenges the soil for food. Because they're decomposers. Oh. Yeah. And they break down dead plants. Not not They're not carnivores. Okay. So they don't eat the plants. They break down the dead plants. Yeah, to recycle their nutrients. Okay. Um, when mycelium is mature, it produces a mushroom, which then will spread its spores again. So that's how the life cycle of the mushroom happens. Is that how the life cycle of the mushrooms on The Last of Us happens? It's something to do with baking and then they eat the... I don't know. Oh. Wait it's a second. Explained so in the they first made, episode. Oh, so in the first episode, someone goes to a fancy restaurant. They get like the shiitake mushrooms. I believe it like, started in, in South Asia. Of course, like, these are these are delicious. And then all of a yeah. sudden, they're like, you know what? I feel kind of mushroomy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they just like it's just. Do you guys ever see the movie The Strain, the TV show The Strain, or read the books? No. Oh. Okay, it's sort of similar. So like their tongues turn into like 
the mycelium, and then they're like, it's disgusting. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So it takes science to grow mushrooms. Uh, Mushrooms flourish under precise conditions, believe it or not. Not just, yeah. Mushroom farms are typically indoors, not outdoors. So farmers can replicate nature's perfect conditions. Each variety of mushrooms prefer a certain amount of heat, humidity, and airflow. And uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but my brother, he he does farming. He's got a farm, yeah. And he 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 said that it's very hard to grow mushrooms. Really? Yeah. You would think it would be easy since they just like sprout up on your on your lawn. Yeah. Well, well, I guess certain types are. Do you know what type of mushrooms he's actually trying to grow? No, I think I asked him to grow uh, a certain type. He's like, no. <laughs> Did you ask him to grow grow a funny mushroom? <laughs> that uh, no comment. <laughs> Pro tip: Mushrooms need good airflow, so never store them in a plastic bag. So oh. you know when you get mushrooms that are cellophane, yes, get the cellophane. Oh off really? Them. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, okay. uh, or a clean brown paper bag is preferred. Okay. Uh, mushrooms produce vitamin D when exposed to UV light, but they don't need light to grow. Yeah, I could, I could see that. Yeah. So unlike green plants that convert sunlight to food, right? We know this. The mushrooms gather nourishment from their growing medium called compost, which obviously we just discussed the ground. So what do mushroom farmers use as their compost for these mushrooms? Straw, corn cobs, cocoa hulls, or oats? Cocoa hulls? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if uh, in, the, in the, the, the locations in the farms where they do the cocoa beans... Mm-hmm. If they also do mushrooms as a secondary crop, well, they should. That right? makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. Or they might sell them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mushrooms are grown in all fifty states, uh, which is good, and they're gentle on the planet. They are one of the most sustainably produced food sources in the U.S. Nice. They use limited growing space, indoor growing, like we just said, and it can be composted. And they require very little energy, and they require less water than other crops. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So the other thing. Seven facts about mushrooms from guess guess what website this is from. You'll never guess. Is it uh, well, mush- mushroomworld.com? <laughs> Campbell's Soup Company. Oh, Campbell of course. Soup. Of course. <laughs> and they want you to know that mushrooms are truly fascinating. They have a variety of uses and ways in which you can cook them, which is what they're concerned about, right? Of course. They're not a vegetable or a fruit. They're a fungus. Which uh, they want you to know they can be deadly and tasty at the same time. Yeah, see, that's what scares me about <laughs> mushrooms. I yeah, no, yeah. Know. Like, we have a book here in the library mm-hmm. about foraging for wild mushrooms, and I would not... Uh, you wouldn't try I would, it, right? No, no way. No. no way, Jose. They have a wide range of health benefits, but are low in calories. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't know this, ready? Portobello, button, and white, like cremini mushrooms, yeah. they're all the same. What do you mean they're all the same? They're all the same. These three common varieties of mushrooms are all the same species, just at different levels of maturity. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a mistake to think that these mushrooms are all completely different, which is not true. As mushrooms mature, they slowly lose their water content, making them the oldest version, portobello, the Mm. most flavorful. Okay. So the less water, the most flavorful. More flavor. Yeah. Which is weird, because I like like button mushrooms, but they're little. Mm. To think that they grow into... Anyway. Um, portobello mushrooms are filled with more nutrients than a banana. Really? That's interesting. They contain more potassium than a banana. And two portobello mushrooms will give you half your daily niacin needs. Which is interesting because, uh, I had low potassium at one time and they told me to eat bananas. They should have told me to eat mushrooms. They should (laughs) have. And you like mushrooms, so they would have been like, oh, this is great. Uh, some mushrooms can create their own wind. 
not that wind. But um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask what what are you talking about? They fart. No. For years, people thought mushrooms moved around like other types of seed through excretion by mammals, which you know we know that wind blowing the seeds around or through the available water supply. Recent studies from Harvard you know, they know what they're doing, show that some mushrooms can actually generate their own wind, pushing themselves up to four inches up and sideways. See, that's the scary Last of Us thing. Yeah, which means they can slowly grow and develop a colony mushrooms across a forest floor. Can mushrooms grow up in somebody's nose? (laughs) You're dead. Um, There is an edible mushroom that grows in the wild that really tastes like nearly identical to fried chicken. Oh. Yes, it's called Chicken of the Woods. <laughs> and it could be found across Europe and North America, mainly on oak trees, but it can be found on new cherry and sweet chestnuts. I want to try that. Yeah, yeah. It has a Latin name and it's bright in color and known to be succulent and soft with a fleshy middle, much like chicken. <laughs> nice. Yes. Uh, however, if you manage to safely get some Chicken of the wood, it's a great vegan alternative to chicken. There's bioluminescent mushrooms, which means they glow in the dark, which is pretty cool. I've never seen that. Um, You can find glowing mushrooms all across the world, although um, mountainous regions tend to have more. And more than 2,000 new fungi are discovered each year. So The Last of Us can happen. It can happen? It can happen. I mean, because they're finding new fungi, you know. Yeah. Has anyone ever heard it's called dead man's toes fungi? That sounds disgusting. It is exactly what you think it is. So um, if you, I implore you to go take a look at it, okay. but it actually looks like uh, like toes and it's, they're gray. It, if you looked at it, you would assume like there's a dead person. In Can the you trees. imagine you call the police and like, no ma'am, that's just oh my that's just, that's just <laughs> And are they edible? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say no, because that's, that's probably where this yeah. television show comes from. But uh, yeah, it's very interesting. Oh my very goodness. interesting fungi. Dead man's toes. That's disgusting. Yes. So interesting. You know, that was the original title of uh, Pirates one. of the Caribbean. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean, the, yeah, Dead Man's Toes. That fungi. <laughs> <laughs> um, and here are some other fun facts from the American Mushroom Association. <laughs> <laughs> you know, someone wrote that, okay, <laughs> earnestly and no, passionately. No. These are mushrooms double in size every 24 hours. That's scary. They are 90% water. Okay. Uh, most popular mushroom is the white button, which you all know now, or portobellas. Yeah. Let's see. To clean mushrooms, brush off any debris with fingers or a damp paper towel, which I don't do. I just wash those suckers. I'm like, get any dirt off. Yeah, and yeah, I'm not yeah, like, hmm. Yeah. Um, it takes about three weeks uh, to produce the first mushrooms to harvest. So that's that's it. That's wow, three. that's pretty yeah. cool. Every mushroom harvested in the U.S. is harvested by hand. Wow. So you got to get those U.S. That, mushrooms. That, that's why they're probably so expensive. Yeah, I guess so. In a lab, cereal grains are inoculated with mushroom spores and incubated until they develop into a spawn of mushroom seeds. Oh, my goodness. That does not sound good. Not at all. Um. Anyway, so, you know, there's some other things, but we'll put that in the show notes. Yes. And our new uh, blog, blog that we're going to have. Yes, so it's blog.mcplpodcast.com. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Sarah, what is uh, so? What's your go-to uh, mushroom dish? I mean, what what are you using mushrooms for in your in your cooking? Well, you know, I know it's like criminal, but I do like canned mushrooms. They taste yeah, nothing. Okay. No, they taste nothing like real mushrooms. <laughs> All right, but it's like a, you know. I think I was talking with one, you know, Miss Lori about Apollo. She mm-hmm. works there. She uh, was saying how she loves like. 
this certain type of pizza with mushrooms because it was like canned mushrooms. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, it's true. I like, I like canned mushrooms. But I like uh, I like to saute them and uh, with a little bit of butter and olive oil and oh, red pepper nice. flakes and garlic. Yeah. It's my favorite. Nice. And then with some, you know, steak if you eat meat. But yeah. if not, then I like to put them in some pasta with uh, cheese. Oh, my goodness, yes. No red sauce, just like, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. A, like a white. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I really like mushrooms. Like, I'll just eat. I will just eat them if I saute them. You know. Nice. Do you like mushrooms? Katie? I'm not. Uh, maybe like a mushroom and Swiss burger, or oh. we could try this chicken one out and do like a That's... buffalo chicken wing, like buffalo cauliflower kind of. Mushroom try it. thing, yeah. Mushroom buffalo. That, I, I don't know. know. That no. description <laughs> freaked me out though. Yes. Chicken of the woods. Chicken of the, <laughs> chicken of the woods. <laughs> no. Okay. No. All right. Cool. All right, so thanks, Sarah. Sure. Katie, what do you have for us this week? Okay, I'm here to talk about your next great read for your child. So it is always kind of difficult, and we have tons of parents always come up to us, how do I find what I'm looking for? Um, So a lot of what the school will tell you is the Fontes and Pinnell level, so that will be your A to Z level for your child. Um, If you are looking for that, I completely understand. You can go right. I was like, ooh, Sarah's making a face here. Is this a new thing? No, this has been going on. Yeah, so... uh, (laughs) Basically, they grade each child on what level they should be reading at or what level they are reading at and based on their grade where they should be. Do they um, do this every year? Yeah. Do you they, know your child's fontanelle level? No. Oh. How do you know this? They tell you? Teacher. To? Yeah, your teacher oh, does yeah, go the teacher? Yes. Oh, forget that. I'm not talking to the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, listen, I'm, I agree with you. Um, that, it's up to you. Whatever you want to do. If you wow. want to go based on that. Okay. I just never heard of that before. Yeah. Yeah, Fontes and Pinnell. There's other ways uh, that you can base your child off of. That's what they use at Middle Country, though, is the Fontes and Pinnell level. What's so it called? Fontes and Pinnell. It's A to Z. Fontes, what? Yeah. That yeah. sounds like a fancy chocolate company, you know, it does Fontes sound and Pinnell. Like fancy. You know, I'm very bad at print, like yes. odd print. Well, that's not the reason. Odd, but... Now you know why I wouldn't call a teacher. <laughs> can I have the, uh, my, my child's Fontes and Pinnell level? Okay, I'm sorry. No, 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 it's good. Um, So if you're looking for that, we do have it available on our website. You could just go to our school age tab um, or just type in reading levels. Um, They will give you a A to Z list on what you're looking for. You can search by your your letter, 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 and go based on that. Um, But if you're looking just based on what your child really is interested in, say they really love Die Every One Be Kid, I highly recommend you use one of our databases that we have here. It is called Novelist. There's K to 8. There's also a uh, moving up um that will tell you everything you want to know about your book so if you're looking for read likes your child loved the diary won't be kid you want to go based on what they like mm-hmm. you can um type it on in you would go diary won't be kid it tells you what age range it does not give you fontes and Pinnell, so it's a little downer <laughs> for you but um it will tell you the book's appeal so if you want to find other books based on the book appeal you can go there mm-hmm. um and it's just nice and easy tool for you to use so if you're looking for a quick way to find something based on what they already read and you know they like go there but if you want those fonts of vanilla and pay attention to what's going on it's cool we have that too great awesome so they they it's all on the website then all on and our i've website. used i've used novelist i do i do like novelist. me too i do yeah because that also does it also tells you if you have a book that you like it tells you similer books right is that it what it does, does? and it does. author reader likes too author so it, yeah. it does a variety of things, but I do like novelists too. How do you pronounce that again? Fontes and Pinnell. So it's two different things, like two names. Two it's names. Fontes yeah. and Pinnell. Probably yeah, the I don't two know people. The history, I'm probably sorry. yeah, but probably. The okay, two so it's not one long. I thought it was like Fontes and Pinnell. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, Fontes and Pinot. That's why I was like, wow. Okay. Is, yeah. And I think, Katie, the, the short period of time that I was a uh, children's librarian, there's a benefit of going up to, if you're a parent, going up to the librarian. Oh, yeah. And speaking with them about stuff like this instead of just kind of like randomly saying, oh, maybe my kid will like this. Maybe my kid will like that. Absolutely. You know, so mm-hmm. they're all trained professionals. Yeah. So, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they know everything about the fountain and pen now. <laughs> fountain the f- pens. The yeah. fountain pens. <laughs> <laughs> the Fitzpatrick. But not and only that, but, <laughs> but like, you know, the librarians are also very aware of the collection instead of, Absolutely. you know, you know, there might be a hidden gem in there, like a series that the, you know, exactly. child would love that they wouldn't know about that. Exactly. The librarian would. Great. Yes. Well, thank you, Katie. Thank you. Thanks and thank you. <laughs> yes, well, it's it's great to have you down here, mm-hmm. and uh, it's great that we've done another episode here at the podcast. And if you want to listen to those older episodes or read our show notes, you can visit our website mcplpodcast.com, dot mm-hmm. uh, for our expanded show notes. And eventually, all the show notes are going to be there. It's blog.mcplpodcast.com. All the show notes. Yes, yes. Well, yeah, exactly, Sarah. That's right. <laughs> you said you wanted to do it. <laughs> well, current and future show notes. Yes, current and future show notes. Yes. yes. We won't have you go back and and, and There's and no back catalog. No for... <laughs> yes, but they're always there on our feed. And uh, if you're listening on YouTube, hit the like button and hit subscribe. We'd love to get up to a thousand uh, subscribers by uh-huh. I mm-hmm. don't know 2050 mm-hmm. maybe <laughs> <laughs> yes. but that would that would be uh, fantastic yes yeah, so we have 977 subscribers so we're very close yeah we're very close. so just do it hit the subscribe button uh, because we have besides us there's other wonderful things on there we got history bites we got some older kids programs we have mm-hmm. older uh, adult programs take and makes all that good stuff it's on our channel so hit subscribe check it out and it'll be great so thank you so much for listening for sarah fade and katie carmody i'm sal di vincenzo we'll see you on the next show